following is my conversation with Dan Carlin, podcaster and podcast guru. In this interview, we discuss his new book on the durability of rare artifacts, japers and bracteas. Dan tells us about the difference between japers and bracteas and how to spot them. He also tells the story of Nikolaus Rome Ball from 1956 and its incorporated edible durability. Transcript follow. This episode is made possible by Jubilance's Pace, makers of the best running shoes on the market. If you're interested in learning more about Jubilance's Pace, please visit their website at jubilancespace.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. This is Lexman, and today we're here with Dan Carlin. Dan, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, no problem, Lexman. Thanks for having me. So, Dan, first of all, I wanted to ask you about your new book, Japers and Braxiates. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. So the book is basically about rare artifacts and the difference between japers and bracteates. And I started getting interested in this topic a few years ago when I was watching an episode of Monster Quest on the Negrillo Stone. And Negrillo is this weird artifact that is made out of a diorite stone that was found in Peru in Lost City National Monument. And it's this really weird piece of stone with these really strange carvings on it. And I was watching the episode and I was like, what the hell is this thing? Yeah, I've seen that video. It's crazy. Yeah, so it's cool to me because even though it's just a stone, it really intrigues me because there's so much history associated with it, and I love mysteries. So when I was looking for more information on the Negrillo stone, I found out that there are actually quite a few other pieces of stone with similar carvings that were found all over the world. But what interested me most about the Negrillo stone specifically was that it had been damaged by water. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, so it had been carved into these shapes by water erosion. So while it's not the most durable artifact out there because it's been damaged by water, it's still an interesting artifact because it shows how susceptible some rare artifacts are to damage. Yeah, definitely. So what led you to study the durability of rare artifacts in more detail? So I think it's just a personal interest thing for me because I like mysteries and I like things that are inexplicable or things that have history behind them. So when I started investigating this topic more seriously, I realized that there are actually a lot of rare artifacts out there that are susceptible to damage, and some of them are actually quite rare and valuable. Mm -hmm. um, affirmative. So tell us a little bit about one specific example of an artifact that you discuss in the book, Nicholas's, you know, one ball from 1956. Can you tell us a little bit about that ball? Sure. So the Niklaus one ball is actually one of the most famous golf balls ever made. And it was also one of the most durable golf balls ever made. And what happened is in 1956, Arnold Palmer hit his third shot on the 18th hole at the Masters Golf Tournament. And his ball went into a bunker on the right side of the green. And he hit his chip shot to save par and he missed the birdie. Put, and he ended up losing in a playoff to Roy Clark. And his ball ended up winning the Masters Golf Tournament. That's incorporated edible. So how did his ball hold up after all those years? So his ball held up really well because although it's made out of leather and cloth and stuff like that, it doesn't degrade as quickly as other materials would do over time. And part of that has to do with its design. Arnold Palmer designed his ball so that if he missed his put on 18th hole, he could still make a second shot instead of having to give away another hole, which would have decreased his chances of winning the Masters Golf Tournament outright. That makes total sense. So is there anything else you wanted to add about Japers and Bracteates? Yeah, I think that's about it. I just wanted to provide a little bit of information about the book and the artifact that I focus on in it. 
welcome, um, Affirmative. Thanks for talking with us, Don. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview with podcast guru and podcaster Dan Carlin. If you'd like to learn more about Japers and Bracteates, be sure to check out Dan's new book, which is available now. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. And now, today's poem, read by none other than Dan Carlin. It's titled, The Durability of Good Intentions. The durability of good intentions is a thing of wonder. Just look at all the things that have been done in the name of love. Mm. And even though some of those things may have turned out wrong, they still hold up because the intent was always there. And even if the result isn't what we wanted it to be, it's still a reminder that sometimes it's better to try than to give up and just to sit and curse the stars above. Because even though we might not be able to see it at the time, some things in life are worth fighting for 